0: I'm Angela Acosta, a New Jersey based photographer who celebrates the power of women and the beauty of their stories. Welcome to Diana Prince Lives Next Door. Through my journey as a photographer and business owner, I have met so many remarkable women who make limitless contributions to the world every day and make it a better place. This series is dedicated to them. I want to shine a spotlight on their daily heroism. My guest today is Stephanie Falana. She has a doctorate in education. She is a mother of two, a happy wife, and a community activist in education and literacy. Stephanie, thank you for being here with me today. Before we get started, I wanna just provide the audience a little context because we met earlier this year and what brought us together was you responding to my Facebook ad. I had just finished one transition where you finished your phd requirements you graduated and you were in the midst of another transition which is just trying to figure out what's next for you i can't think of a better person to have this conversation with today and so thank you for agreeing to
1: be here thank you thank you for having me yes when you when i saw your ad i was recently graduated but because of COVID we were unable to take graduation pictures. So I thought, what a way to capture my pictures is to just have a photo shoot. And then in our conversation, I explained to you how I had gone from GED to ED by having my children later in life. I had a child, my first child at 39 and my second child at 42. So really for the last, at the time we spoke, like the last 15 years, 14 years, I've been a full-time mother working and coming home and being a homemaker and never really just wondering what was going to come next for me. But I did have in the back of my mind that I wanted to be prepared to do something once my children were old enough to go out on their own. I didn't want to be stuck not having anything or done anything but mother my children. I wanted to be able to give back to other mothers that had small children once my children were gone. So that was the reason for me getting my doctorate degree. And yes, I've been in transition since October 2020 when COVID hit and I lost my position my education where I had worked so hard to move up and I was getting my degree to move up in the organization where I was. and it was just a setback for me, and at the time, I think that I could have gotten caught up and gotten depressed. Right. It was people like you, people like my friends and family, that let me know that sometimes in life, if we don't stop, the Lord will come in and stop us. And so I've taken this time to really like soul search for me and see where I truly wanted to be once my children were out on their own. Got so it. Transition.
0: So. Let's go back a little bit. Let's, when we look at transitions, just in general for women, we go through so many of them. We don't really, I can't say that in my twenties that I really recognized everything as a transition. Obviously you get a little, you change jobs and uh, you don't really think about it as an adjustment. So you get older, they start getting a little greater, a little more difficult in your adult experience. How many major transitions
1: would you say you have gone through, good or bad? 50, right? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And and I don't, I wanna land somewhere close, but going from coming right out of high school and getting my GED and then going to trade school, those were transitions because leaving, and then when I went on to college, thinking college would be like high school and not knowing that full-time college is 12 hours or more to be full-time. I'm thinking I would have to work all day at school and then still work in the evening to provide for myself. But going through that transition, Mm -hmm. I realized that I could still work full-time and go to school full-time at the same time. And with me not having a family at the time, I was able to do that transition and to keep it going and reach my terminal degree. I wasn't able to do it and be successful before I had children, but once I had my child i knew that was something that i wanted to have so my child could have that to look up to so just making different transitions i got married later in life than most of my colleagues and friends and family i had children later in life than most of the people in my life so i was always doing things a little bit differently in my adult life than my peers Have the family early on in life and so I did a lot of soul searching, trying to figure out where I wanted to be in life. I, I did all kinds of odd jobs, just trying to figure out where I wanted to be. And it took me going to college to want to be an entrepreneur, to realize that co- the college campus is where I needed to be. And so that's where I'm trying to get back to now. But once I lost my position in higher ed, I've taken a step back and gotten into the governmental side of education, looking at bills and how bills are put in place for education purposes. So just now I'm in the transition trying to get back into high, after taking two years to mother my children full time and to do some community stuff in my own backyard, should I say.
0: And like when you look at all those transitions that you went through, I know you say 50, were they any ones that, you know... And, and it sounds about right. We Some are bigger than others, but we all go through them. And I'm sure if I sat down and, and jotted down how many I went through, really, Harley would be in that same category. But when you're looking at all of them, which one was the most significant for you? Was it the becoming a parent? Was it the marriage or, or the higher ed?
1: It was most definitely motherhood because my now husband and I dated for seven years and so before we decided to have a family and so our whole dynamic as a couple changed like we had to know each other with someone else involved which was a big transition and just being a mother in a state where I had no family was a big transition for me my mom's in Alabama I'm from Connecticut so Most of my adult life, I went between Birmingham, Alabama, and Bridgeport, Connecticut, until I moved to New Jersey in 2005. So just moving around and trying to stay connected with my family in different states that are so far apart was a huge transition. And then raising my children alone in a state where I had no immediate family was a very big transition because I had to dedicate all of my adult time to my children because there was no one around to care for them for me to do adult things. And so now I'm going to into the transition where my children are older and I they're not as needy for me in those areas that they needed me when I when they were younger. So now I have a little bit more free time and that's a transition because what do I do with that time? How do I fill that time? That's what I'm working on now. So dur- during the earlier years of of your of being a mother you didn't
0: have the that built-in community you didn't have the support of family members you didn't have the support of friends so you, you dove into motherhood how was that for you because you know that in in and of itself without that support mechanism is difficult so what was your coping mechanism there was it just the fact that you felt that that you can dive into motherhood and just Be the best mother you can be, or did you have other coping mechanisms during that phase?
1: One thing I did, one day I woke up and I was bored. I hadn't been around adults other than being at work. And so I said, I'm going to find me a life, even if I have to pay for it. So what I did was I put my children in all these activities that required me to get up early on Saturday and get them out and get them to different activities. There were music activities and art activities. And while they were in activities, I would sit with the mother and we would have conversations wow. about, about how to mother our children alone and what I had to do to find friendships. For six years, I was just Amira's mom. Mm-hmm. It wasn't- I lost my total identity. I wasn't even called Stephanie. I was just called a mirror's mom because I had her in so many activities that the children would call me a mirror's mom. The moms would call me a mirror's mom. But I had to pay for me a social life by putting my children. They benefited because they're, they're into art, they're into music, and they've been exposed to a lot of culture. That's how I was able to cope. That's with just being a mom. It sounds like...
0: Like you created a community for
1: yourself. I created a community for myself.
0: Yeah. Sounds- my
1: friends have grown children. They're grandmothers at this point. Having I- a
0: sounding board when you are a parent is paramount. And it sounds like you you found a way to get yourself that. Even if the fact that you're still, you're not really separating yourself from your kids. You're not finding your own space or anything like that. But it sounds like you've got the most vital piece through that community. In that you had a sounding board and you can share some of your concerns with other moms or at least just have a conversation where they share in what you're going through.
1: Yeah, I learned a lot of things like how to talk to my children and what questions to ask my children after school or what questions not to ask to get an answer, right? Sometimes, Mm -hmm. Sometimes you just have to know what not to ask in order for someone to divulge their information. And that's those were techniques that I learned. With my children early on that just having conversation with them and talking to them or not talking to them sometimes got them to open up to me. And that's how our relationships became so strong.
0: Wow. Wow. So since you started, since you, uh, your motherhood, you went into motherhood later in life, later than your peers. Let's talk about that a little bit. Why did
1: you feel you wanted it? I've always wanted it. It Really? it just wasn't afforded to me earlier on okay not that i had to do any fertility i truly believed that i just needed to get married because that's what i always thought and felt in my gut Why your gut tells you something mm-hmm. and it worked out for me because six months after i got married i was pregnant and i had been dating my husband for seven years yeah without children but i think i wanted to be a mother from 12 years old but, okay but well, when so you let
0: me 12, tell you the experience because I can honestly say now that that motherhood was just not in in my list of things I wanted to do. But I can definitely point a day that I went to the supermarket and there was that Parenthood parenting magazine on the rack by the checkout with a big chubby baby with pudgy <laughs> cheeks, and man, that that gong was powerful. And yeah. that my boyfriend at the time could have become a dad that night
1: because that was on your mind on the agenda at the top
0: so there's something else that pulls you to it that that is more powerful than your logic and your thing so that's why i asked the question i'm like let's get down to it but that has always been in in, on your radar then always finding the right time the right partner and everything okay all right and you
1: found me actually instead of more so of me finding it Found me they found you. Okay. Yeah, it found me and I, it put me in a place where I was able to be a good mom. I think I wanted to be a mom early on because I saw a lot of children around me that didn't have a good mom. And I mothered a lot of children as a child. And so just, I've always wanted to mother. And I think that it's made me a better person, compassion wise, it's, it took a long time, but I've given them everything. I've left no stone unturned when it comes to mothering my children.
0: Wonderful, that's great. So let's just, motherhood has been your greatest transition and you moved, when you met your husband, you moved into New Jersey where you didn't really have a community, you developed a community. Would you say that developing that commuting, co- community was your main coping skill during that time? Or do you have any others?
1: No, I think developing my home. Space for me and my children—a comfortable space where we didn't have to go out if and spend a lot of time and money out in for entertainment. We got a lot of that at home, so yeah. it wasn't building more so building the outside community, but it was having outlets from our inside life. Got um, it? Because in our home, I created spaces for my children to explore at home. But that was just a social aspect to to get out.
0: Got it. No, I I, I understand that more than more than you, you would think because it's it my mother did the same thing. It's like basically everything, you know, that we needed was at home. And that it just created such a wonderful space where we wanted to be for us. Is that basically about the same Yes,
1: like even now my children, they don't have to go out a lot. Even now that they're older, I get phone calls and I'm maybe chatting with a friend and they're like oh, so quiet. where are the kids. They're in their own spaces. They're in there doing their own thing, painting, practicing instruments, whatever it may be, but they're comfortable at home. And that yeah. was my thing you know, with comfort for children after being on my own for so long. And we have a bigger space than I probably would have had alone, but I needed more space for them.
0: Gotcha. Gotcha. Looking I have this question that is just gonna sound silly because we're talking about motherhood, but you could tell that I mother. But I'm gonna I'm gonna see how you answer it. What have you gained from it?
1: Unconditional love. Okay. Unconditional love. Experience.
0: Like Experience-wise, did fortitude, uh, fortitude anything?
1: Most definitely. Strength. The relationship with my daughter is. It's, I love it. I love that we can communicate with each other. It's a friendship that that never dies have a really good friend and not see him for six months and you're still really good friends but this is a friend I have to see every day
0: yeah and you Which, like and you I like, like her most mother? of the
1: time <laughs> be honest here, right I like yeah her most of the time but it's the unending, and then the love of a mother and son is not you can't ex- explain it it's a feeling youngest child is a boy and that, that bond is something that I've never had before. The only other bond that I can really relate to that is the bond that I have with my mom. So now I have it. So I think that was, that's it for me.
0: Wow. That's wonderful. So we're getting to a close on our chat and I want to ask you just one more thing. What would you say to a woman who's going through a major transition right now? Let's say she's going through something that's changing not necessarily chosen but changing. what what advice would you give her right now
1: this too shall pass this too shall pass one step in one foot in front of the other it keeps you sane stagnancy keeps you in depression so just keep moving i would say keep moving keep trying to better yourself keep looking for opportunities where you can love and learn or learn a different type of love That is. this too shall pass. This hurdle, this, this downtime, I really had to take advantage of my downtime because I was so used to going, it was really hard for me to just lay down, just relax. And now that I've taken about two years to do that, I'm ready to go again, but I've processed why this has happened or why I think it has happened. And what I've learned from it is much more greater than I would have had I not had this opportunity to spend time in my home with my family to make sure everybody was secure and ready to move on. Because I'm not just responsible for me moving, I'm responsible for my whole family moving forward, one step in front of the other. Absolutely,
0: absolutely. Thank you so much, Stephanie. Thank you for joining me today and having this great conversation. I'm so glad that our paths crossed,
1: surely. I'm extremely grateful for you and your time. And when I feel a little down, because I do sometimes, you send me an email that just makes me know that I can be the thing I wanna be if I just get up and try. And
0: I I am definitely here for you. So you have any questions you wanna get on a call? I am here. I feel (laughs) it. All right. And that's the end of our chat. Thank you, everyone.